Hi everyone, I'm Amesha and this is the new episode of our Akazus podcast series. Today my guest is someone who has been with us for over a year now, contributing to our projects ever since. It is my pleasure to finally talk to you, Nias. Welcome. Thanks so much, Inisa. Uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, so let's go back in time. What was your story of joining Akazus? What was your drive wanting to be a part of our mission, first in Pakistan, then in Chad? Yeah, great, uh, great question. And uh, something I definitely <laughs> got, got asked a lot by, by my friends and family when I made uh, the step. Um, to be honest, I've always envisioned myself working for, for companies such as Axis ever since my university days in uh, St. Andrews up in Scotland. Um, so I got very involved with uh, social enterprise on campus, uh, both locally and with projects in Ghana and Kenya. And uh, during my university studies, I also made first steps in the field of development sector and microfinance consulting uh, for SMBs. For instance, uh, spending one of my summers interning in, in Eldoret in Kenya. Uh, after my studies, I then decided to start my career in a different field of consulting, um, i.e. Uh, tech sector uh, consulting, to um, sort of broaden my skill set uh, with the clear ambition to return to the development sector once I had gained uh, sufficient experience. The overall experience, I must say, was uh, very intense since I had uh, to quickly get uh, very smart about the tech sector in Central Europe in particular, while learning to work with clients handling projects worth um, billions of euros in some cases. Um, over the next four years, I progressed my career to the junior manager level, uh, always keeping my ultimate goal of returning back uh, to the development sector in the back of my mind. So when the Axis recruitment team then reached out to me um, and I was researching the company, I, I remember reading through uh, project reports on our earlier Pakistan projects in particular and being candidly deeply impressed uh, by um, success being measured in lives saved rather than bottom line improved. So this really brought me back to my university days where the annual reports we devised for the social enterprises in our portfolio measured success in terms of the number of people's lives improved and those empowered. Another immediate appeal of Axis, uh, besides working with the public sector in uh, developing economies, was really the vision around leveraging tech to bring quick and practical solutions as well as long-term systemic change. Now, this methodology really spoke to me, given the experience I had gained in my previous uh, four or four years in tech consulting. Thus, uh, I really didn't need to think twice to, to embark on the interview journey. Uh, and my, my conviction was only reaffirmed as, unfortunately, I fell rather ill with COVID in between my interviews. Uh, and these were the days before any COVID vaccine had been rolled out. So um, that experience um, and the prospect of making widening vaccine access across the globe, my new life mission seemed uh, like an even more worthwhile and, and quite necessary endeavor uh, to me um, thereafter. Um, yeah, and this, this conviction then only grew throughout my various interviews during which I had the chance to get to know team members from Chad, DRC and uh, Switzerland. And uh, the initial plan was actually for me to join the team in either Chad or DRC. But when the opportunity then arose to join the Pakistan team as project manager in Sint, uh, working on primary healthcare, I definitely was up for the challenge. Um, and after three, um, I think, highly learning intense months in Pakistan, I got the opportunity to then join the uh, Chad team as project manager for our in-country vaccination efforts. And this really felt like coming full circle as I had interviewed for this geography uh, initially anyways. 
I, I'd say generally that covering two geographies on different topics in a relatively short time frame was definitely a steep learning curve. Um, but honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way um, as this allowed me to quickly grow and draw experiences from both geographies in, in, in my daily work. What a journey. Thank you so much for sharing. And uh, you have been working with us for more than a year now. In Chad, Akazus uh, has a team of seven consultants. Uh, could you give us a glimpse on how you operate as a team? What are the different roles? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you, you're absolutely right. Our, our current team, team consists of five local consultants and two uh, international consultants. And uh, it's quite an ex exciting time as we just launched uh, interviews uh, to grow the team by at least uh, 50% in, in the next two months. Um, generally, we work with the Chadian Ministry of Health and the expanded program on immunization to improve vaccination coverage across the country, uh, both for children regarding, I guess, traditional vaccinations uh, and adults when it comes to uh, COVID-19. Uh, in, in practice, this entails working on a wide range of work streams, including service delivery, logistics, and supply chain, as well as demand generation, uh, with a recent focus on reaching uh, zero-dose children. Um, and as in all ACASIS uh, geographies, we place an emphasis on enhancing uh, data use practices and database decision-making with all our work underpinned, of course, by capacity building of the government entities we work with to uh, enable the Chadian Ministry of Health to design and implement interventions effectively. Our main focus um, is really to establish and maintain routines to ensure uh, coordination and learning across the system. Now, in, in practice, this means each team member owns and drives forward at least one work stream with more experienced team members coaching and enabling uh, colleagues that joined more recently. And this really ensures an atmosphere where everyone is you know, positively challenged and is given the best opportunity to grow. Of course, we also work very closely with uh, the global leadership team and teams from other geographies uh, for problem solvings on more strategic questions. Uh, and to gain best practice insights from other geographies we serve. And uh, um, on, on that note, actually, uh, the team is very much looking forward to uh, the African team's training next week as an opportunity to deep dive on the frameworks, methodologies, and uh, innovations other ACASIS teams have put in place and uh, to then apply these learnings uh, to our work with the Chadian uh, Ministry of Health. Yes, I can imagine. For our listeners, stay tuned as uh, we most probably will post some insights about the mentioned training to our social media platforms. Niels, uh, since you are leading the team's efforts in Chad, tell me about the projects you are working on with the team at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we focus on a total of nine work streams that all offer a variety of, in my opinion, quite interesting challenges. Uh, so the team and myself are, I think, most excited about a new work stream that will see us working at the point of uh, service level uh, with uh, health center and uh, district level officials primarily. Uh, so in essence, where our work can have the most immediate impact. And this will involve us working with officials to uh, emulate our proven central level approach at the subnational level, establishing best practice sharing to improve uh, trailing health facilities and, and districts uh, performance. We also just finished uh, redesigning um, the key performance indicators that track the government's progress at all levels uh, via the Access Data app and we'll be training supervisors at all levels on this in the next uh, one and a half months. Uh, and this is really a great opportunity to reconnect with our stakeholder network uh, throughout the country as we'll be visiting all 13 provinces that our digital tracking solution is currently rolled out in. 
I, I must say I'm particularly excited that this mechanism will also be rolled out to the entire country in the course of the year, meaning there will be uh, visibility for the full country rather than just 14 out of 23 uh, provinces uh, that are currently covered. Another uh, fairly novel work stream that two team members are driving is a new collaboration between CSOs and the Ministry of Health to raise public awareness on immunization. This was successfully piloted in uh, several provinces and then scaled to the full country during two campaign rounds last year, with the focus now being on extending this successful intervention to routine immunization. And um, actually on a similar uh, note, integrating COVID-19 uh, vaccination overall into routine immunization is also a major focus for this year. It's candidly quite a complex challenge to solve as it's uh, completely different target groups of course and COVID vaccinations in Chad were predominantly done in uh, campaign mode rather than through fixed site vaccinations so far. I think uh, client work aside we're absolutely laser focused on recruiting the best and brightest during our current uh, spring recruitment drive to make sure that we can continue to deliver for citizens. Thanks for the overview, many work streams and challenges for a team of seven. Which was the biggest challenge you and the team faced so far? And if it's already solved, what was your approach doing so? Yeah, I, I think it's true that our work uh, does not lack uh, interesting challenges uh, to solve. I mean, you know, looking at kind of the past few months only, uh, we had a kind of fully-fledged uh, government reshuffle, including uh, the Ministry of Health and the expanded program on, on immunization. Um, and uh, ever uh, well, and after that, uh, rebuilding uh, relationships with new stakeholders uh, was, of course, front of mind. Um, and obviously, above and beyond that, we kind of face constant uh, operational challenges, particularly uh, concerning uh, supply chain, just to give you a little bit of a, of a taster. Um, but I'd say our, our biggest challenge so far has been right after I joined the team towards the end of uh, February uh, 2022. And um, through no fault of our own, uh, the team found itself in a situation where in kind of the next six weeks, right after I had joined, uh, deliverables initially planned for six months would need to be prepared, uh, including six uh, quite substantial reports. And this was kind of on top of uh, continuing uh, ongoing project commitments. So we, we tackled this uh, challenge by really viewing it as an opportunity for less experienced team members to take on end-to-end -end ownership of significant deliverables with, of course, myself and more experienced team members um, offering guidance and problem solving throughout uh, the process. Now, I think looking back, it was an incredibly intense time, um, but uh, not only did we manage to, to deliver all pieces of work even before the deadline, uh, which, you know, had you told me this on 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 day one that we set out on this sprint, I, uh, I, I'm an optimist, so I would have said it's possible, but uh, really getting in, in before, before the deadline, I think was a huge achievement. Um, and above that, actually, our analyses and recommendations also informed the substantial adjustments on the ground in Chad and helped move forward our work uh, in the months um, that followed. So I think this was a huge success, and uh, we also took the time to celebrate um, before moving on to, to tackle the next uh, set of challenges. Thank you so much for sharing. It's uh, so nice to hear that it turned out uh, successful at the end. And as for my last one, I would go with a question that we ask at the end of uh, every Akazus podcast episode. What is your favorite memory so far, having worked with uh, Akazus over a year now? 
Well, that's a that's a great last question indeed. Uh, I mean, I think there there have been too many to count, uh, but but four in particular really really stuck with me. So in in Pakistan, um, where where I first joined and was managing the Karachi based uh, SIN team, it's um, the kind of two and a half hour drive from Hyderabad back to Karachi after a particularly long client workshop uh, that stuck that really stuck with me now even though uh, everyone on the team was pretty exhausted um spirits were high and and everyone took turns kind of <laughs> djing the the car playlist and i think even even the driver pitched in at at some point um so this is really a, a great memory that um i remember fondly uh, particularly whenever one of those songs uh come comes up on my on my playlist i think Thinking back to sort of um, my my experiences in Chad, um, one one moment in particular that really uh, stuck with me was the first uh, in-country mission um, of our project donor Gavi uh, in over two years. Um, kind of owed to pandemic travel restrictions. So it was the first time that anyone in the team was meeting um, the Gavi team in person uh, after speaking to each other, you know, on calls several times each week for over two years. And we were actually the, the first ones to see the Gavi delegation in country um, as we met them, you know, for dinner the evening of their arrival. And uh, the look of joy and, you know, slight, slight disbelief, to be honest, on the team's faces um, that then quickly morphed into, you know, very fruitful uh, exchanges is definitely something that, uh, that stuck with me. Um, I think another top three access moment was uh, at our global training in Dubai. Mm, kind of at the tail end of last year, where all teams gather in person um, once a year for four quite you know intense uh, and very enriching days of knowledge sharing and and bonding and uh, it's the first time i saw many uh, you know fellow team members from the pakistan team again and got to meet people from our other teams uh, for for the first time entirely and uh, the first memorable moment i think was everyone from the chad team making it to dubai in the first place uh, despite you know the odds being candidly stacked uh, against us uh, since there was an air traffic controller strike and, and lots of flight cancellations in in chad and and the wider uh, region and um i think this really came full circle at the end of the uh, retreat when we took uh, a full team picture and the person taking the picture you know <laughs> had to walk further and further back to get everyone in the frame um and and this was just a really nice reminder uh, of how the team has grown since my arrival and and kind of a metaphor for being part of you know some something bigger than uh, than ourselves uh, in the end and i think probably my most recent um access moment let's call it uh was when i dropped by the the head office in in switzerland uh in in february uh and you know seeing how operations for our eight geographies really all come together in a quite unassuming office in in bar uh was really an eye-opening experience so you know one moment you're entering an office building in a small swiss town and the next depending on the door you open you're you know problem solving on how to scale digital outreach monitoring in afghanistan um, and in afghanistan's northern provinces in particular or you know brainstorming on population mapping and last mile delivery via drones in in drc and um you know while while this is a reminder that many challenges remain it really reaffirmed my belief that if we put our heads together uh the solution is just hiding behind the next door 
Nias, thank you so much for taking the time to tell us about your memories, experiences, and the amazing work of the chat team. I really enjoyed this one and uh, hope to continue this discussion with you in the future. I hope everyone who was uh, listening managed to get a better insight into who we are, what we do, and how we do it. For more podcast episodes, uh, visit our Spotify channel under the name Akazus Podcast. But also don't forget to follow us on the different social media platforms, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. See you soon. Take care and be safe. Mm -hmm.